Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KJ and Don Darrow on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Your joke with JT from Nine yesterday is kind of going viral. Can you kind of just explain your thoughts behind it? Yeah, it was supposed to be, you know, a fun and games, but obviously it's, it hasn't turned out that way. And if I had offended anybody, it was not the case. It was just uh, friends having having fun. And uh, as I said, if, if I offended anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. Uh, it was not intended to be that way. Uh, it's just. We play pranks on one another all the time, and uh, virally, I, I think this did not come across that way. But between us, it was it's different. KJ and Don Darrow, WEEI, thank you so much for being here. That's Tiger Woods. It's now become known as Tampon Gate. Uh, you, you might want to hold your ears because we're in a sensitive culture now. And Mark, give the backstory about a little bit what happened between Justin Thomas and Tiger Woods for those who don't know. Uh, sure. So if you didn't see it, I guess what happened was, uh, I mean, I wasn't watching it live. I saw it like everybody else did. But, <laughs> right. you know, I guess uh, Tiger outdrove Justin Thomas right. on one of the holes and then proceeded to um, covertly hand him a tampon. And the cameras caught it. Um, and it was, I guess, supposed to be a joke saying that I drove the ball further than you, you woman implying that women aren't as strong as men, and that's where the offensiveness, I guess, came into play, and that's that's what happened. And then it, it caught fire from there. Yeah, I, I think sometimes when people... Your thoughts. Yeah, well, here's the thing. when you in, Sometimes when two people have a joke amongst themselves, and it doesn't outwardly, it's not a covert joke about someone else, you know, sometimes people will make off-color jokes amongst themselves. Sure. And because there's no off-color, because there's no person of color there, yeah. it, it's still wrong. But with this, one may argue, well, like, well, what if Justin Thomas kind of uses them for something that doesn't necessarily what the application is for, right? Like, 
if we're going to go down that route, then don't jump inside of a joke if it doesn't inf- if it really doesn't offend you. Like who's really offended about them doing that, right? Like because now like my question is so is there a discussion to change the color of the tees in the tee box for all for everybody for everyone when everyone hits? Because you're saying if you don't know what that means, you're saying because women's tees are further forward than men's tees, and what that color could are be they? construed as offensive. And and they're what color? Red. There you go. What does that See, mean? Red like period blood? Is that what you're saying? That's why I say, you know, when people jump oh, you into two to, things. I got it. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You I didn't know you we, were going there. I mean, if we're talking. I don't know if that's why they made the tease red to, to mimic No, that's the not blood why they period. did it. But my thing okay. is this. Is that the next step? It in, could in, be. In this whole people culture, are crazy like now. sensitive. Cra- yes, yeah, correct. People are crazy sensitive. Everyone's offended by everything. Um, look, I understand if you if you thought that that was a childish type of thing to do and that was an immature move and you thought it was distasteful and you didn't really care for it, fine. Fine. But if you were really genuinely offended... That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, are you really, like, really offended? Don't be offended. Now, here's an, a- now, here's an offensive thing that could have happened. Imagine if they're playing kind of co-ed, a co-ed match, right? Okay. And, and he does that to a female. That's absolutely offensive, correct. right? Because, correct. Because it directly involves them. Well said. It's a good example. This does not directly involve the two of them. That's right. Okay? Like, here's some things that people, that like, here's some sensitive things that I would say, okay, maybe you could be sensitive if, like, you say, hey, KJ, bring over some beer. We're going to watch the game. And I bring non-alcoholic beer. Okay. That's offensive, isn't it? Uh, Is that doesn't thing? Like, if you say, hey, KJ, bring some beer by, yep. and I bring non-alcoholic beer when you've asked me to bring beer. I, I'd be offended. Would I, I, would, I wouldn't be offended. I would think you're an idiot. I wouldn't be offended. Like, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be offended. I don't get offended easily. But so some I, people would. Some people do. And those people piss me off. Now, I get some people get offended easily, and that's the way it is. But I, you know, like, I have a daughter. Um, I, I, I'll I'll speak for them, myself. Yeah. I know you do, too. I'll, I'll speak yeah. for myself, though. Like, I would hope that I would raise a daughter that's not offended by that. She doesn't have to like it. I'm not right. saying you should like it or think it was funny or cool. But like like you said, I thought that was a good way of putting it. They were friends, they're boys, they're guys, a stupid joke. I wouldn't have right. I wouldn't have advised them to do that. But offended offended, I don't know. Like I I don't think you needed to be offended. I'm not going to tell people what to do, but I don't think you needed to be offended. Right, I'll give you another offensive thing that uh, it just drives me crazy. But there's this term in college, yeah, because we used to joke a lot in college. Is it's always nice to laugh, but don't be the joke. And I think we now have some people in society that will willingly jump in and be the joke when they were never the joke. Okay, right? No one was there. Was nobody targeted in this exchange between Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas to the point where Tiger Woods has to make explanations and make apologies on what's really been the story of, hey, here's a guy, the last time he had a golf club in his hand, it was they were all trashed in the back of his rented Genesis going to this same tournament, what, a year or two years ago? Yeah. And he is now back playing. He's made the cut. He's in the top 50. I mean, he's not going to win it. I mean, the, the odds were too great. But that's the story is that this guy has come back from, the, if if he finished top 20, he won't. 
it would go up there as one of the greatest comebacks because you're talking about really a physical decimation to come back and play in an elevated PGA tournament and perform well, and it's your first one back. So instead of that being the conversation, people are holding on to a private joke between two people where words weren't even said. Here's something that's really offensive, Mark. When the guest comes over and they go and use the master bathroom instead of using the hallway bathroom. Like, that's what the hallway... Why are you going into my room to use that bathroom? That... that it's See, but, I think we, we're confusing. Like I, like I wouldn't see that as offensive. Like I would see uh, that as once again, you- this person <laughs> has no feel for reality. You know what I mean? Like yeah. more along the lines of like moron than offensive. Um, I, I yeah, that's a good point. Like, what is offensive? What would be offensive? I don't know if we should break that down right now. But I will say, in terms of Tiger Woods, like yeah. I heard somebody came out. I think I, I forget if it was Christine Brennan or somebody in the USA Today. Okay, but she's talking about you know. Girl dad. He's a girl dad. How could he do something like that as the father of a daughter? It's like, I'm sorry, this this man, Tiger Woods, cheated on that girl's mom with 200 separate women. You think if the relationship lasted through that, was one really little, like handing what, the tampon... Was it really 185? Well, whatever it was. But you think <laughs> handing a tampon to Justin Thomas was then going to sever the relationship or, or ruin their – What I mean, come on here. The guy – and to say Tiger Woods should have had a better feel, I kind of agree just because of all the issues he did have with women and all the controversy that he did conjure up because of his relationships with women. But still, it was a joke. I you know I like to think a lot of people are able to take a joke. That's what I like to think. You, you know what'd be tasteless of like me, KJ. Let's say I just went up to some random guy's bachelor party up in Maine, northernmost part of Maine, and I bring just nothing but a box of magnums. That would be offensive. Okay, that's actually funny. Like, but if, look, it, but if somebody <laughs> if somebody insults like my 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 wife or something or my my that that's offensive. Right, right. So that, it has you know, to like, be direct. Yeah, right. You can't. And that's maybe what we're getting to is why in, in television news, they call it the umbrella lead, the bigger story. And then you talk about how that affects something local. You you don't nobody jumps into local story and says we're going to be the national story. Right. Like the national story happens and see how it affects you. But this doesn't. Who does this affect? Like who that well, women, that some joke, women didn't like it and were offended. But uh, does it affect their lives? It, it, they were it, offended. Yeah, you know what? Like, even with that, I'd have to walk. I'd have to be careful on a slippery slope. But some men were probably offended too. Yes, probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. That. Those guys are out there. I mean, yes. I don't yes. know. I don't know. I don't get offended that easily, KJ. So I can't relate as well. You know what I mean? But I've worked yeah. with people that get offended over everything. So those people, people are probably exist. offended by this by this conversation right now. There's going to be somebody offended. There's somebody offended that I don't get offended as easily as they get offended. They're going to be offended by that. That's for right. sure. Right. And yeah. the most offensive thing that we've seen was the offensive coordinator for the Patriots last season. That was offensive. That was offensive. Not right. the so, right, not the type of offensive we're trying to get. It was the right. other kind of offensive. Yeah, kind of yeah. definition. We need offense, and that was offensive. Right. Exactly. So again, segments off the rails. No, this I'm just kidding. Is, but I like look, it. John Ron is lead at the leaderboard. I didn't realize John Rahm is not using his full name. Like his last name is Rodriguez. Like, like is that really like, his last name? His real last. His name is John Ron Rodriguez. Where did Rom come from? Well, it stops there, right? It's like your name being Niramata Harry. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. It is John Rom Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Maybe that's his middle name. Well, but here's the well, Rom is his middle name. So some may say 
is it offensive that he cuts off his last name or someone goes by their middle name because they don't want you to be saying their first name? This is the culture we're in. And I would just say, you know what? Tiger Woods, just to even be back on a professional golf course, is the story itself. If he feels like he can make a little joke with with Justin Thomas that's between the two of them and a camera sought it out and then made it a story, you're going to go find something and create something that wasn't even there for you. Now, as I said before, if this was a co-ed tournament and Tiger did that to a female competitor that was inside of his group, offensive. That would be offensive because that's in direct implication to a direct person who directly has something involved what was directly handed to them. That's right. If you call if I if you called me a bitch, that would be different okay. than if you called a woman Stop! that. You know what I mean? Is that no wait, can we have to okay. This is going off the rails, yes. It's but it's, going but off it's the, different. But it's, an it's, important, different. it's an important point to can make. Can I just I say one thing about Tiger real quick? And I don't want to make it clean. I, I'm it is. I, I'm not <laughs> like I, I don't want people to think I I enjoy like obviously golf is better when Tiger's in it. I root for him to be in right. it and be relevant and all those things. But he's 47 years old, right? Isn't he 47? Something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. And he's right now he's like 15 back. Like I just think golf could really use somebody else to come up and be the star. Like you're probably never going to be able to get Tiger again when you talk about, you know, how good he was and you know, he has the the Black dad and the Asian mom and he, like your golf hadn't seen anything like that before, but if you know he's forty seven, like they really could use like a young stud to come up and be the new guy. Yeah, the hell with all that. You know what I could really use? What's that? Colin Morikawa to get into this top ten, so my plus one ninety bet can hit. Oh, and he's I two, can hear that. He's he's a shot off from getting to top ten. So that's, I didn't that's know you were making bets on golf. You got to get me in on some of that action. Yeah, man, I took Colin Morikawa uh, as top ten. It's to a finish. good pick. It's a good yeah, pick. Yeah, top ten. And right now he's sitting tied for fourteenth uh, at seven under. And if he gets to nine under, it would put him in top eight. I so, love how look at you trying to reel me in. I thought usually it's like the other way around, but that's fine. Come on, man! I used to, you know, you, you used to steal <laughs> balls from golf courses on caddy days too. You know what that's like. I know, I know. <laughs> it's KJ and Dondero. Uh, we'll talk Patriots and uh, what's going on with the quarterback situation moving forward. D- is there a desire to have him in Vegas? That's next. But right now, it's time to trend with Andrew Meehan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KJ and Don Darrow on WEEI. Boston's Sports Original. And Don Darrow, W-E-E-I, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Is there a leak in the Mac Jones-Bill Belichick relationship? Burt Beer, recently, what, a couple days ago, Mark? Burt Beer? Yeah. Oh, Breer? Yeah. Breer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did I say Burt Beer? Whoa, (laughs) That's a whole new marketing campaign there. (laughs) <laughs> Look, saying that that management may believe that there's not this much big of a difference between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Now, if you ask me, I would say we need to see that as the fan base instead of this continual handholding of just giving Mac the job. Like, talk about privilege. Like, who has he beaten out for the job? And this is his chance to do it. If he can't do it, then you know you have something than what you saw better than Mac last year. If he can do it, then I think it, it just grows him into potentially maybe getting closer to what they believe they drafted. What, 13th? or 14th, What did they draft, Mac? 14th last yeah, year? 15th, I think 15th, it was 15th. something like that. So, the, yeah, the high draft pick, you know, Patriot had to take offense. Quarterback was available, had all the Alabama relationships. And, you know, and here's the thing, Mark. When you're going to compare what a quarterback has done after a couple of years versus what Mac Jones is doing, please include the skill set. Please. Please. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, you don't tell me that a, a standing-in-the-pocket quarterback translates to what a person who runs and can scramble and can throw the ball does in their first two years. It does not equate. Does Bailey Zappi move that much better than Mac Jones, Mr. Zappi there? I, you don't call me Mr. Zappy. You're there, Mr. Zappy today. Is he is he a little more fluid? Yes. Uh, okay. Is he a little more fluid? Maybe a yes. little bit. I guess. Like, okay, it's but not that is, much. But here's the thing: if a little bit means two more victories, now you're talking about a playoff team, right? Maybe. Okay, but right now it's no. You know, like how much do you really believe that Bill O'Brien can do for the physical attributes of the player? Versus the mental attributes of the player, right? And if you ask me who has the better physical traits of making plays and extending plays for the team, I would say it's Bailey Zappi right now. I can't go there. I need to give Mac Jones more of a chance to become the guy that we think, or I thought at least at one point, he could be. He has not had the resources, and he certainly didn't have the coaching last year. He's in his second, now third year. He has to get that chance because I don't think what you have in Bailey Zappi is all that worthwhile. Like that thing, that guy will be there. Whatever he has to offer will still be available to you. You've got to see Mac Jones through and make sure you see him through before you move off of him, end that relationship, sever that connection that he has made, and go to Zappi and go to a guy that a lot of people don't see as the next quarterback, next great quarterback, next anything quarterback to this point. Yeah, but here, here's here's where we are, right? There's this talk of like, hey, do 
Do the Patriots make a trade with the Raiders? From the Raiders, absolutely no way do I give up the seventh round, the seventh pick this year, right? If if you're talking Mac Jones, Mac Jones for the seventh pick, yeah, well, no th- chance. That no happened. chance, right? So the first rounder for this year, that's out of the question. And if you have the ability to possibly get maybe a C.J. Stroud or an Anthony, uh, what's the kid's name out of Florida? Richardson. Anthony Richardson. If that guy is still on the board, you'd almost say, hey, look, we can move forward along with the game by getting that quarterback and coaching him up with weapons, right? As we talk about with weapons versus bringing a guy who we don't know if he can still grasp everything in between the ears about these about this game with the weapons because that's kind of the problem with Derek Carr, right? Derek Carr had all has all the physical traits that you would want, but just something going on between the ears. And I'm not saying this from you know a health perspective or standpoint, but just something isn't clicking where you're the guy that we believe in and can say we're the franchise quarterback. So am I saying Derek Carr is better than Mac Jones? I don't know if you could compare that. I think in all things fair. Mac Jones can progress to be a better quarterback than Derek Carr, but in terms of what you need to address right now, Mac Jones has not proved enough as Mac Jones the quarterback. Not Mac Jones the teammate, but as Mac Jones the quarterback to say, okay, we're going to risk giving up a future first-rounder to bring him in now No way to do these things. No way. They're not going to do that. And, and the Patriots, I mean, Derek Carr, I, I don't want to discuss Derek Carr. I, he is not an option for this team. He is a backup to me for the rest of his career. A backup. That's what he is to me. He was unimpressive. I haven't watched a ton of Derek Carr, but I've seen enough. He's unimpressive by and large. And with Josh McDaniels and some of those guys that he had out there, some of that talent, for them to be to the point where they're firing him, they fired him. Absolutely not. I've seen all I need to see in Derek Carr. I know he's not a bad locker room guy. He tries to lead. He does his best. Out on Derek Carr. Back up from here on out. All right, we'll continue the conversation on the Patriots here in a second. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Jack in the car, man. Thanks for calling KJ and Dondero. You are on. I just wanted to talk about uh, favorite Celtics matchup in the finals. I I have to go with the Warriors. I just think, I don't know if the Suns and the Mavs are going to get there. I think getting over the hump of the Warriors would be just that that last hurdle the Celtics need to do. And then going back to the Warriors' 54 home win streak back in the IT days, I want to say it was an Avery Bradley three to win that game. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that's what it was. Thanks for the call. Thanks. So he said that was his favorite matchup if they could get to the Warriors, a Warriors yeah. rematch. Yeah. yeah, Golden State has more work to do to I get mean, to listen, the NBA Finals than, than the Celtics. Oh, they do. I, I, I would be, I mean, it was a great matchup. I'd love to see that rematch again if the, if the Celtics could win. But I will say this, I can conclude with all, Plenty of certainty to this point that the Celtics um, find a way to either get in their own heads when they play the Warriors, or that the Warriors just get in their heads. Well, that's I mean, because the that, Celt- am I wrong there? No, and it, you're not wrong, and because Danny Ainge, when he was still here, built the Celtics to beat the Warriors, and but they just couldn't. The Celtics just couldn't get past LeBron in Cleveland, right? But this team, that's why when they finally saw the Warriors, it was an ideal matchup against the Warriors. But then the Warriors just you know, no one saw no one had a plan for Andrew Wiggins right so that's right so Tatum I, is the reason they lost that series that it's straight up there that's what uh, happened I would say there was probably Golden State went out and won that series they did they did right. and it, there were other reasons but the biggest one was Jason Tatum wasn't good like why is that hard to admit he wasn't good in that series so if that's the case and I'll say it for the last time when they won a game he wasn't good when he was pretty good they lost games. 
what is more important, winning the game and being okay or being great and losing the game? Winning Jordan the game 60, is the most important 63. thing. 63. In fact, if you play NBA 2K right now, you play the Jordan Challenge. One of them is you have to score 63 points against the Celtics, but you also have to win the game. Right? That's how you have to change you the narrative. You have to play NBA 2K? Oh, my gosh. You know what the trick is to get the 63 points against the Celtics? Is you turn the, the, the sliders for scoring, like in, inside scoring, like all the way up. Do you That's play 2K? Yeah, I do. Oh, jeez, I need to get a 2K. Yeah, is oh it a good God. game? Is it worth it? You know, you got to get used to the shooting. Yeah. You know, you know that's the whole thing is you really have to pay attention to the ball release point. Okay. But it can be kind of tough. I don't know, mind so that. I mean, I yeah. just haven't pl- I used to play 2K. It's been a while, but I used to love that game. Those are great games. Yeah. So, I think if the Celtics probably see anybody in the finals, it's Denver. I don't know what Phoenix is going to do just yet. I don't know. A Phoenix Phoenix has the talent. I, I think right, they're right. But they right haven't played the. No, I played the games. Right, yeah. they haven't played the games. No, and, I know. Has, has Durant th- played one game for them yet? He hasn't played a game yet. No. And, okay. and what was impressive in Phoenix? People were outside the building, lined up around it, just to hear Kevin Durant's press conference. Talk about thirsty in the desert. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what them. I mean, the Clippers are dangerous and getting into nah, you know. What I don't it looks know if like. they're going to get there. Uh, what about the surprised. Lakers? The Lakers could they do it? Uh, they might make a seven ten. Playoff series in, in, in interesting, but yeah. I, I'll be I'll be honest with you. If the Lakers had to play Oklahoma City again in, in that playoff in that playoff tournament, uh, hello Oklahoma City, you've got yourself a victory. So you know, I, I just think the West got really interesting because you have Denver that's yeah. obviously a contender. You have the Suns that are at least a contender right now. Right. I'll never count out the Warriors. I don't care. I don't care what their road record is. I'm not going to count them out completely. Yeah, but if if Steph Curry's out for an extended no, if he's out. That's time, different. Yeah, that's yeah. different. Uh, but, you know, the Clippers still have some guys, some dudes. Like you said, the Lakers, if they're healthy and right and they get in, that's at least interesting. There's Memphis that's really good. They, feel, I mean, John Morant's out there talking about nobody in the West worries them. Like, it's a, it's a nice little does. field out there. You yeah, know? I think I think it's Celtics in the East, right? You know, I think the Celtics' biggest challenge will be the Bucks. Yeah. There is a concern with the Sixers. Um, I'm but, more... The Sixers. I'm less, I'm less concerned about the Sixers now with Mike Muscala here, not because he's going to be a dominator, but that's another third big that Joel Embiid is going to have to defend, right? That's the whole thing is you're going to have to make Joel Embiid work at all times. So, yeah, he may have the matchup favorability, but it also is going to expend energy out there. So, you know, I'm not as concerned as much with Philly because another big was gotten, you know, was 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 acquired in, in Mike Muscala. But it, it it would be the Bucks, yeah, really. Yeah, it's I, the I Bucks just, and the Celtics. It comes down to this, and I know nobody wants to hear this. People are sick of it, but I can't shake the feeling. I still don't have, for as good as the Celtics are, and as much talent and depth as they have, and chemistry and continuity and all those good things, I still, when the game is close down the stretch, good team or even a bad team, not as good of a team, I still don't have the level of confidence that they're going to pull it out that I should have given how good they are. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it makes that, sense because it goes to your argument about Tatum having to be the star in order for them to get to the next yes. level, right? Whether it's Tatum, whether it's what you're talking about where Tatum's doubled and tripled and he's giving it off to Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart or Malcolm Brogdon, no matter who it is. When the games go down to the wire, for as good as the Celtics are, I still don't have the internal unspoken confidence that I feel like I should have that it's just going to work out for them, that someone's going to win it. I should have more than I do. So let's move that barometer to Mac Jones. Do you have the confidence 
as Mac Jones presently presently presented, has the ability to go down the field and win the Patriots a game? I do not, and that is the problem. That's what we. That's the the developing kind of thought on Mac Jones. As as promising as some of the numbers looked early in his career, right. and even some of the plays, you know, just the eye test type of stuff. The, that it factor, that winning it factor, really hasn't been there. And you'd like to see some of that, KJ, even in the absence of competent offensive coaches. Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, the coaching staff is a disaster, but you could still find a way at the end of a game you found yourself in to win it, to pull it out if you're Mac Jones. I don't even know if that's happened. Right. The improvisational right. talent isn't there. So let's go to a situation where Mac lost the game. But it was very impressive on the fan base, and that's the Dallas game from the first season. Remember, he throws the pick, and Diggs runs it in for the pick six. And then he hit Bourne, yeah. And he hits Bourne for the deep. Yeah. So, so you say, okay, we should be seeing building blocks on that type of resolve. Correct. Because in that situation, there's not a whole lot of coaching you can get. You know what you need to do. You've got to drive the ball down the field by any means necessary. Like, if that's the case, you know, last year, you could could easily say that if that game happened last year, that Matt Patricia is not going to call a run play, you know, to try and get back in the game, right? So it's a matter of having the confidence. Now, I think part of the narrative that has to be addressed of why last year Mac suffered is because some of the other players were having issues with the coaching staff on the offensive side of the ball. So if there's if there's a receiver or two that are having issues with how the offense is constructed, then that's going to even make it more difficult for Mac when he's trying to look for his receiver because he may have in his mind that, hey, the receiver believes they want to go a certain way, and I believe him too, but if he goes the way the coaching wants him to go, that player may not be out there, and I need him out there because let's just call it what it is, Kendrick Bourne and Mac Jones were supposed to kind of kind of build on the relationship they had developed at the end of year one, and it never got a chance to really matriculate, even though if you look at Kendrick Bourne's numbers this year, he was still just as, 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 as good catching the ball target-wise than he had been before. I think it was almost, I think his catch rate was almost like 80% this year. So when he when you threw the ball to him, he was still bringing it in. The NFL, as we've heard many times, is a copycat league. We've heard it. We've seen it. It is. Okay? Mm-hmm. I just feel like the Patriots, based on where they are, and we've seen this sample since a big enough sample since Tom Brady left and with what they've been doing and everything that's been going on, they have two options. You either break it all down, blow it up, and you start from the bottom. You get rid of Bill Belichick and the entire regime. You start from the bottom to try I to secure that. that franchise quarterback, the guy that most likely you would draft at one or two or one, you know, usually at the top of the draft. Or if you can't or don't want to do that, which they're probably not going to do, you have to absolutely load up the team around your not elite quarterback, like the Eagles did this year, like the the 49ers did, where they had, now I get they had good drafts too, but they got McCaffrey. The Eagles went out and they traded for A.J. Brown. They went out and they got some of those guys along the defensive line. They brought in Hassan Reddick. You know, they brought in guys that really stacked the deck in their favor. To go with, at the time, Hurts wasn't the elite MVP type of quarterback, and certainly whatever the 49ers had was an elite quarterback play. That yes. is the blueprint that we saw this year that got those teams to the championship game or the Super Bowl. If you don't do either of those two things that I just said, you will be staying 
in the middle of the pack there, and you will be mired in mediocrity. That is the situation for the Patriots. And I invite you or any of the shows on this network, on this station, to break it down or tell me I'm wrong. But if you don't do either of those two things, you will stay in the middle, and that is not a good place to be. Okay, so let's say last season was a soft attempt to burn it down. You don't get an offensive coordinator. You put a person in there who does who's never done the job before. Their assistant has never been on the offensive side of the ball. Both of them coming from failing situations as head, co- head coaches. And literally you had the team win a game, lose a game, win a game, lose a game, nah, win a game, that, lose a game. There's no such wait thing a minute, as a wait soft a minute, Wait a minute. You asked for someone on the station Sorry. to break it down for you, right? Yep. So if you're in a situation where, hey, the team doesn't look like it's heading to 4-13, and 13, which would be a burn-it-down situation, and you're kind of in this mix, even though everything is horrible, there's nothing you can do about that, right? Again, if the defense doesn't win three or four games last year, which they did, literally on on, on identifiable plays, then take four wins away, and this is a 5-12 and 12 team, and now you're talking about an opportunity to go potentially go get a trend-setting quarterback. So the defense was so good last year that it prevented it from being burned down, even though you had the gasoline, you had the rags, you had all you had the matches, you had the bunts and burners ready to go on the offensive side of the ball. You did not go out and make moves for big receivers. You went with the band-aid approach with Devontae Parker, and sure enough, the band-aid showed up during the year. Ty Montgomery played what a half, then he's gone. You put all the load on Ramondre Stevenson. Damian Harris was down with injuries. The tight ends weren't showing up. The offensive line play was bad. So tell me. That's not like a soft burn, potentially, and still you end up with eight wins. So even when you may try to burn it down, if you like to say, it may not burn. It may not catch. It may do better than you expected. It may not do the damage that you were hoping for. And last year was that opportunity to do it, if that's the idea, without firing Bill. Okay, but if you want to really blow it up, you don't light a little firecracker. You get the dynamite and you blow it up. If they blow it, here's you what put bl- Matt Patricia over the offense and have Joe Judge as an assistant. Yeah, here's that is what, literally a script in Hollywood for Dumb and Dumber. But that's, not, that's not enough, though. If you want to blow it up, this is what you do. You trade Mac Jones. You trade any asset you have in terms of players. Pro Bowl guys, Judon gone, Duggar gone. You trade all those guys. Maybe not Duggar. Maybe you keep that guy. But you blow up anybody that's a veteran or an impact player. You trade. You get rid of them. You fire the coaching staff, and you go back to the bottom of the league. That's blowing it up. So let me ask you. If you're any other team in the league and you want to trade for Mac Jones, what's the most you're giving up in terms of round the pick? A three. (laughs) Start with a three. I'd start at a three. So that tells you that you 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 don't have any any value. I know that. You have to ride it out with him at least for another year and have this quarterback competition to say, hey, is the backup a better solution than what we have as the first rounder? Because you have an out in a couple of you have an out in what a year, right? You're you're clearly going to not take Mac up on his fifth year option, so you won't pick that up. You might announce it the first day of the first, start of the fourth point of the year. Mac may become more valuable to other teams as the season goes on They're because fine. you. Right, so you kind of wait that out. You really have to wait for another team's desperation, which hasn't hit yet, versus saying, okay, you got to move them now. You got to keep them, and you got to at least say, all right, you brought Brill O'Brien in. You're going to let him get a chance to be in a real offense that's established. You should have some type of understanding because the culture's have virtually been the same that Bill O'Brien has been in and that Mac Jones has been in, right? I, so. I, I, 
I'm sorry, I just disagree. Like if you're if you're gonna really blow it up, you get rid of the quarterback that proved at least that he can nobody's be, gonna take. You're gonna well, take a third rounder and no, you need to get you rid of him. Though, KJ. At least to get, you have well, to get I, rid I'm of him. You don't have to, but you have to wait for enough for a higher level of desperation. Let's just say a team like Carolina next year says, "Wow, nothing is working. We might have draft, or we didn't get the rookie we wanted, or what have you. We've got to go through with Sam Darnold for another year." You might say, "You know what? We can go get Mac." Jones possibly now for a second, and now you're talking. Because you believe that we could still work this guy out with two years left on his rookie deal, maybe even give him his option, all right? And then, if you're the Patriots, you now have a second-round draft pick where you might be able to find another quarterback to be behind an established quarterback to build for later. So that's why maybe if you go after Jimmy Garoppolo for a couple of years, if you're going to get rid of Mac Jones, where you say, okay, this guy has won games in the NFL, not necessarily based on having this great arm or a super scrambling ability, but just having this weird knack to be able to win games when they need to be won. That's the environment you want to kind of rebuild around versus saying tear it and burn it down and then just watch a but you know nobody wants to see the 1990 Patriots all nobody over again. Nobody does. Nobody does. But do they want to see mediocrity every year for the rest of their existence? Like I, if you want do they want to see a top elite quarterback play in a Patriots uniform again? Like it's really hard to get that guy from the middle of the pack. That's what I'm saying. Unless you're going to sign him, Aaron Rodgers, or you're going to go out and get Lamar Jackson, like it's hard to do. It's hard. It's it's not impossible. It's hard. But in terms of the way the Patriots operate, you're gonna you're not going to go after Lamar. You're not going to pay the money for Lamar Jackson. You're not going to pay Aaron Rodgers. You know, you're not going to convince him to be here for two years. For God's sakes, the guy would probably try to negotiate to wear the number twelve. That's Aaron Rodgers for you, right? So those guys are really out of the mix. But you almost say, and you even were talking like, do you bring in Baker Mayfield to be competition at a low price? You say, okay, Baker Mayfield, you may bring him in for $10 million and say compete with Mac Jones. And if Mac Jones can't get it done ahead of Baker Mayfield, then Baker Mayfield is your guy at least for a couple of years until you can get to who you want to get to. But you don't want to find yourself saddled to a guy who's not getting it done. You get it like the Giants with Daniel Jones. You're four years in. The guy doesn't get it done, and then what do you do? Before his fifth year, you already tell that you're not going to pick up his fifth-year option, and then the guy has like his best season ever. So you don't want to go through that headache of four years of just mediocrity, you know, wallowing in the mud, and then saying, okay, guess what? We're going to tell you what we're not going to do, which we should have done last year. So, again, one, I don't think there's a market for anybody screaming for Mac Jones' services. Josh McDaniels would be the closest, but what you may ask for in return. Now, if you ask for something low, you might get it. You know, Bill might, would it, if Bill says, give me a three for Mac Jones, what do you think, what do you think the, 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 the temperature would be here if they let Mac Jones go to the Raiders for a three? Well, I'm just saying maybe you could capitalize on another team's desperation at some point during the season. Like, for example, you don't think last year, if Mac Jones was offered to the 49ers, they would have given up a two to keep that train moving and get a competent quarterback in there. Now, Brock Purdy played well, okay? But maybe they didn't have a Brock Purdy, or maybe they didn't know about Brock Purdy, and Jones became available when they realized they were going to have to go to their third string. I, maybe would, think someone, team- I would think someone like the 49ers would be, say, would be willing to say, we will defer money to get Aaron Rodgers to play here for one year if we want a, t- if we want a championship that bad. 
right? Because you still have two guys on rookie deals that aren't costing you everything. In fact, you've got a guy on a less than a rookie deal in Brock Purdy. So you can still carry three quarterbacks, but the top quarterback be Aaron Rodgers and not have to ask him to be there for two years. We need you here right now to win us a title right now. You ride off into the sunset. You will, the, we will bump money down the road. However, we need to do that. They can do that and then get to a point where they say, all right, now is Brock Purdy ready? Is uh, Trey Lance ready? Is there somebody else? Is Mac Jones available, right? So I think the the, the desperation is still a year away. we got to get to a break. It's KJ and Dondero, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Thank you so much for hanging out on WEEI. KJ and Dondero on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Yeah, Don Darrow, I know you like that right there. KJ and Don Darrow, W-E-E-I. Now, that, now With, we're talking. That's yeah, my now, it's funny when you hear people say, oh, now we're talking, you play the 50. Uh, All-Star Weekend in Salt Lake City. And I get, you know, floating from place to place, but, you know, if it's in Salt Lake City, uh, when's Boston next? Oh, it, it, don't get me started on that. It's a disgrace that the All-Star Game in one of the most storied cities for basketball history Hasn't been in Boston since whatever it's been, 1966, a joke. They had it in, in Utah in like 93, and right. it's back in Utah. It's never been in Boston. What an absolute disgrace. The NBA should be ashamed. You would have Danny Ainge pulled that off. Like, look out for my hometown. Forget about my old my old town. I, yeah, you look. I mean, the NBA should have approached Boston and been like, we got to figure something out here. Like, you got one of the biggest markets in the country, a uh, sports craze city, the hottest Celtics, team in the, hottest one of the hottest teams in the league. Well, I mean, even if they weren't the hottest team in the league, like when they sucked, you should. I mean, especially uh, in the '90s, you had the new building, the Fleet Center. Like, how could, how since that building has been built, has Boston not hosted an All Star game? That's a disgrace. Uh, I think there are probably some player interventions there. Probably discussion with the NBA PA, right? Because you'd almost have to say. Okay, is the game in Salt Salt Lake City suddenly there because of Dwayne Wade's involvement with the NBA and with the team? Right, like has he worked? Has he is he now operating as an ambassador? And I guess the question would yeah, be, it wouldn't have happened. Those things are planned years in advance. I don't think they're total a bunch of years in advance. It might just be a couple of years advance, two or three. And I think Dwayne Wade's been involved with the team for probably third season now. No, has he been there that long? Maybe three years. He was there before Danny Ainge is there, and this is Danny Ainge's second year, right? I didn't think he's been there that long, but may, I could be wrong. So, look, it's an interesting setup to tonight's game, especially from a betting perspective. I've seen some pretty good bets. Um, I, I almost you, want to take the over just because that'd be so much fun to watch. Like, they score a million baskets every time down they're scoring. I, I almost want to go and do the over just for Yeah, the but I don't know if the payout would be. I, here's a sweet one that I saw. Both Giannis and LeBron to both score over 30 plus 750. Mm. Okay. I like that one. So, I do too. So here are the game, the players, LeBron, Giannis, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, uh, Nicole Jokic, Joel Embiid, John Morant, Lori Marketing. So those are your uh, starters and marketing, replacing Zion Williamson as a starter. John Morant replaces Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant is being replaced by Joel Embiid. So th- you don't know the team until 15 minutes beforehand so it's almost like which who's going to be the here's the funny thing who do you think the last person picked will be I think the last person picked is going to be Demontis Sabonis 
Okay. <laughs> Probably. I, I, that I'm whole not, thing is ridiculous. Like, what are they trying to do? Not hurt people's feelings? Well, you know, the funny thing is, what was it, a couple of years ago when they did it nationally and Rudy Gobert was picked last because they said that nobody played with Utah on their video games growing up as a kid? Like, that, I think that stuff really Whatever. does matter. No, seriously, with, the, with these new players, like, who did they not, teams they did not pay attention to on the game they didn't mess with, right? And... And that, I don't think that's the situation with the Celtics because, look, you'd, you'd want to play the Celtics on any basketball game probably since 08, right? You, you can, there's some type of competitive team there yeah. since 08. But, like, when you're, like, playing those early games or you got an old Sega Genesis that was handed down after years and years, look, you're not rich just yet, but you're, you're on your way to the NBA. You're not picking the Utah Jazz. You're not picking the Oklahoma City Thunder as the team that you're going to play with on the video game. That's why uh, Shea Gregorius uh, Alexander may get picked second to last. Right? You, you know what's funny? Like I, I'm sorry. I just I'm, I can't believe more of those players that are maybe not superstars, but like yeah. fringe superstars, star-type players in the NBA, don't use the slam dunk contest to simply enhance their own personal brands. Like I cannot believe it. Like Mac so, McClung, yeah. that guy's a nobody. But now because of the dunk contest, he's a somebody. He's at least something. Michael Jordan, basically, you know, they came up with the Air Jordan whole the whole uh, campaign right. maybe because he, he dunked from the foul line. Like right. some of those guys, I'm not saying Kevin Durant needs to do it or, or even LeBron, but like, you know, if you're Zion Williamson or if you're Ja Morant, you're, maybe you're a superstar, Morant's a superstar, but like how could that hurt your personal brand? All these different images you could create and the posters you'd have and the shoe deal and the exposure and whatever come along with the slam dunk contest, there doesn't really seem to be a downside. I don't understand why more of those fringe guys, like why you have to go get Mac McClung from I'll, I'll the G you, League. I'll, I'll tell you why and what may be coming down the pike that's next. The final hour of KJ and Dondero on WEEI next, 617-779-7937. Thank you so much for hanging out. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 